Ever wondered what life feels like from another side of the world? Well, we have, and we would like to present to you our podcast from Ghana with Love. I'm Nick. And I'm Agomo, and you would be hearing a lot of perspectives on this show. Yeah, for sure. So from culture to family to the, uh, well, economical stuff, whatever we feel like talking about and discussing from our two very uh, much different perspectives, we'll bring to you. And we would like to hear a lot from you, and you could help us um, decide what topics we should talk about. So you get engaged and you be part of the show. Sure. Yeah. So you heard it first and uh, let's hope for a productive discussion on our part and our productive discussion with you. Uh, Stay tuned for more from Ghana with Love. So once again, just I'm really bad with names. So Ernest and I got Agomo. Agomo. Okay, yes. got it. Agomo. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry if I have to like at some point of this uh, conversation like uh, ask you to repeat this. Like yeah, yeah that's it's okay. like names, you know. <laughs> it's like Agomo and Ernest. Yeah. It's like uh, once again. So ni- nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet yeah, you. Yeah, really, too. really, really nice to have you here. From what I understand, you guys are studying here, right? Yes. Yeah. So, Right. So where, where are you? Like uh, the uh, Ural State University? You're a federal university. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Federal. So it's like, yeah, it was uh, called like Ural State University back in the day. So what's your major, guys? I am into biotechnology. Oh, I'm biotechnology. Chem- yeah. Chemical okay. Institute. Oh, okay. Okay. Can you can you tell us in a couple of words like what uh, what you study there? Uh, because like biotechnology, that's like Chinese to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, biotechnology is um, a new field of uh, scientific uh, endeavor. Um, where you have to use um, microorganisms or their parts or uh, even genetically engineer whole new organisms. Okay. Uh, yes, so it's really exciting. Right. Yeah, that's that's the word I, I was looking for. <laughs> exciting, right? So, yeah. Okay. So yeah, cool, cool. Ernest, what about you? Are you into biotechnology as well? No, I'm into economics. Oh, economics. And, uh, basically environmental economics. Right. Okay. Environmental e- economics. Uh, did you participate in the uh, recent World Cities Day that happened here? No. No? I didn't. Oh, okay. Most, I'm sure that particular event was held in Russian. My Russian is not so good. Oh, no, it was actually, yeah, so it, it was actually a global event. So the uh, UN Habitat was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it was kind of uh, simultaneously translated uh, into English. But okay, so yeah, we, we can get to that mm-hmm. uh, in a second. So you guys both come from Ghana, right? Yes. So, is that right? Okay, so yeah, so born and raised. All right, cool. So how, uh, how long have you been here? I've been here for a year. Oh, for a year. Okay. All right. In this case, well, let's like wind like back a little bit, or, like rewind back a little bit to your time, like before that year. Well, it'll be maybe uh, a year and a month, right? Before <laughs> you're coming here, how long were you planning to like go? Not necessarily to Russia, but abroad. Was it Russia from the beginning uh, in your plans to go uh, study abroad, or what were your plans? Okay, do you want me to go first? Yeah, sure. It's like, yeah, feel, feel free to uh, yeah, feel free to decide. So, okay, he should go first. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, Russia is actually my third, no, more than third country to leave since being in Ghana. Uh, well, I was in Germany in um, two, 2016. Right. I would really wanted to go to Germany, but a couple of things happened and it didn't happen for me. So I decided to come to Russia. But by then I was still working in Ghana. I left Germany, came back to Ghana and worked for a while, started to do my own thing, try to run a business. Uh, it was about agriculture. I'm still actually still working on it. Oh, okay. Uh, with my friends who are still in Ghana. The whole point is that um, basically we produce lots of food 
in the country and a lot of it is produced in rural areas and much of the consumption happens in the cities just like any part of the world but the problem with um, the Ghanaian system and the African system in general is that um, food actually gets goes waste when people actually need it in the cities right because the roads are bad and right. um, even locating where what food exactly is is hard so we we're trying to create an online system because basically everyone has a smartphone so we want to create a system of a database of farmers and what they have in real time so yeah. you have food here maybe you have 50 tons of uh, maize that you want to sell but and someone wants maybe 20 tons but a person is perhaps um, maybe 800 kilometers away from right. you and there are other vehicles moving through all those villages so you can Maybe I want food. Yeah. You pay to our system. So we get the money, but we hold it. The farmer gives uh, the produce to somebody to send it to you. Once you get receipt of the goods, we transfer the money to the farmer and we take a small commission. Okay. So you're basically uh, doing what banks sometimes do, right? In transactions so in a, between businesses. A, yeah. What they're basically doing is that you're serving as middlemen. Right. Between the farmers and the consumers. So right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's a yeah, I would say that's a pretty, pretty exciting mission that you have. Uh like yeah, that's that's very very cool. So yeah, so things didn't uh didn't go for you in Germany and so you tried to uh so yeah, you kind of paused there to pause talk about there, business. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I basically put um a couple of things on pause. Yeah, not yeah, not yeah. really pause, but I'm <laughs> playing less of a bigger role. So my right. my partners are playing a bigger role in right. Canada now. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay. So and after Germany you you're here. Yes. Okay. Uh, Got it. I'm here now. Okay. Okay. Cool. So I've been so, planning for like um to come before I came to Russia, I've actually been working on it for a couple of months, maybe six, seven months in preparation. And it takes a lot of time to get yes. approval to come to Russia. It's actually really difficult oh, to okay. come to Russia for me than to go to Germany. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. It's difficult to get a permission to leave Russia for some country, too. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, can, I can totally understand what you're talking about. Okay, Ernest, what about you? Well, I... We're actually in the same, we graduated the same year from the same university. Oh, in Germany? No, in Ghana. Oh, in Ghana. And uh, we left school. That was our bachelor's in 2014. So yeah. we're actually mates. We are not just here because we are from the same country. We've known. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. <laughs> and okay. uh, well, after, after my bachelor's, I went straight to do my master's. So um, I, it was like just immediate transition. Right. from bachelor's to master's and so planning to come to russia was um it was on my mind but it was not necessarily coming to russia it was i had in mind that someday if i want to pursue further education i would uh, i would try to do it somewhere else apart from my country right actually that was the plan all along from my bachelor's level i i planned in my mind to um actually pursue my further education right. abroad but uh, after the bachelor's level, it didn't actually work out as planned. So I had to stay in my country and then pursue my master's over there. And then uh, whilst working on all these um, opportunities, looking for opportunities to come abroad to do to to pursue further education. Uh, fortunately for me, some colleagues we had, some of our colleagues during the match, uh, the bachelor's level left the country to pursue their master's here. So whilst I was doing my master's in my country, they were in Russia. Right. Precisely, Ufu. 
Oh, doing okay, their, yeah. Yeah, also pursuing their masters. So right. it was kind of like uh, we are already friends, so we were communicating the processes that was needed for me to undertake in order to be here. We are kept in touch with them, and actually, all that they said were very beautiful things that I didn't want to pass on to anybody else. So I yeah. just jumped on <laughs> to the next opportunity that presented itself. Okay. And, and then I'm, I'm here. All right. So it's like, so if I understood like, uh, well, everything correctly, do I like, have I painted the right picture for myself that both of you like came uh, specifically to Russia just, uh, well, because you had, you already had some people that uh, studied here or well, uh, have been studying for, here for some time and you, and this was already a familiar maybe space in some way. What were your thoughts when you were like, boom, yeah, okay, I'm going to Russia specifically. Before you move to another country, of course, you should have some information, some level yes. of information. And it makes it even much more easier if there is somebody who already knows everything on the ground and can give you first-hand information. So it's for me, it was uh, much more easier communicating with them getting first-hand information about the country Russia. Because I must say, most there are times where people give you certain informations. And uh, if you get these informations from people who have actually not been there to witness it for themselves, they tend to exaggerate whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't want to base my my decisions on exaggerations. I want actually wanted people who were on the ground who could give me first-hand information. The processes to come here also played a key in me deciding to come because before then I had uh, tried other opportunities which actually didn't work out mostly because um, the processes were very cumbersome very complex procedures you had to take there were so many things that they needed to they needed me to provide which it was really difficult for me especially from a middle class family in my country it's it's very it was very difficult for me to provide such things so uh, when this opportunity presented itself i said Sure, this is sure. what I'm looking so for. So you, you jumped on it right <laughs> from the yeah, jumped okay, on nice. it. Yeah, what about yeah, you? Yeah, my situation is a little more um, complex. Okay. One of the main reasons why I have I am now in Russia is because I got a scholarship. If I were to pay for it, I probably wouldn't be in Russia. Okay, okay? got it. I do get admission scholarship um, in other countries. I did get some, but it wasn't scholarship. Oh. And I didn't want to pay because I didn't have the money. That's one thing. But another thing is is related to the course I wanted to study itself. Um, when it comes to biotechnology, the United States is undoubtedly number one, okay? But you look at it from the perspective of Russia, Russia is a country that understands the power of this new field. And on the international stage, Russia tends to be hostile, let me say hostile in quotes, uh, yeah, okay. to so biotechnology, yeah. Yeah, okay? Yeah, sure, okay. But I asked myself the question that, okay, if they're hostile to this technology, why are they investigating it? Because this is a new technology, like I said, an emerging technology, and it, it, it also means power. Sure. And my country, it's still learning to grapple with this, still making laws and other stuff like that, but not investigating it to the extent of the United States. So I thought, okay, if I cannot get um, to some of the big schools in the United States that could let me study this, and the Russians are also investigating this, yeah. then I should come here and figure out what is going on and then learn for myself firsthand um, how this thing actually works. And moreover, um, Russia still has a very good education system from the Soviet days, so now which is pretty 
good. And I was also fascinated by the country itself. I've always been fascinated by Russia, how big it is, how it manages to keep itself together, though not very wealthy, like um, United States or Germany or something, but it still gets things done in a way. So I asked myself, if only I can come here, study my course, yeah. the normal way, like every other student, I could also learn from the Russians how to manage their country in one way or the other, how they do it. Because okay. we say we don't have money in our country, okay? Um, Russia doesn't have money, but it still gets things going. So able to keep trams going, connecting the country, so we could learn from the Russians. All so right. that's also one reason why I came here. Okay, so, yeah. So and you have a nice combination like of skill sets right now, right? So after you finish your well, you're both getting master's degrees, right? No, no I'm no, getting so a master's. You're getting He's a master's. Getting a PhD. Getting, ah, a PhD already. Okay, nice. And like, yeah. So your your skill sets kind of go together really well, right? So uh, so Ernest is going to do like the economic, uh, the uh, economy stuff, maybe like, you know, do the calculations, how exactly. you can long term improve <laughs> exactly. the, uh, the the uh, state of the country and you can provide the uh, technological side of it. Exactly. Yes, exactly. it's like, nice. Exactly. Okay, yeah, I see what you're doing here. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, love it, love it. Okay, okay. So yeah, so you chose this country, right? So it's like, yeah, so for uh, your own reasons, which, which uh, by the way, uh, listening to it is like, yeah, I kind of makes me feel proud, you know, the country because you, you know, I'm born and raised here mm -hmm. and like I'm living here and I take everything that is happening around me, like maybe for granted even, right? And and it's nice to like hear an outside perspective. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's normal for you as yeah, sure. uh, uh, an Indian, a, a native uh, yeah. a, a national of uh, Russia to take everything for granted. Sure. Yes. And it's, it's the same way. When you come to our country, there are so many things we also take for granted. Sure. And um, coming here has given me the opportunity to interact with so many inter different people from different backgrounds, mm -hmm. even from Africa. Oh, really? Okay. Ah, yes. yeah, because it, well, uh -huh. Africa yeah. is not a country; it's, it's it's a continent. Sure. Made up of so many different countries, and we have so many different backgrounds. And there are people who, and it's it. This my coming here has given me opportunity to realize how people see my country from the outside which i sometimes when they are and they talk very highly of my country you have this you have this going on you, you have a good president and i try to argue with them but they give me reasons my position is good when i try to interact with russians they also are like no you know <laughs> things are tough this i like look you are in heaven man <laughs> yeah okay you are in heaven <laughs> yeah, yeah and yeah. you see but it's it's a normal thing mm -hmm. that um once you are in it you wouldn't feel the good is coming you would want you are looking out to others of course you have to climb up to see to try to catch up to those who are above we are below you guys so we are also yeah. trying to catch up with you guys yeah we are below in certain things and certain things we also tend to be above yeah, yeah, yeah yes. that's, of a, course. that's a nice addition <laughs> right not, here not, right? not in everything yeah, not yeah, in everything yeah, yeah. But okay that is that is it we are trying to develop right every country tries to develop even the developed countries want to develop yeah more. sure okay. and the underdeveloped countries want to develop yeah so it's it's like that nice. and, uh, so that's basically it and uh -huh. one thing also is i really wanted to feel the winter oh yeah oh yes oh, yeah. the cold yeah okay cold. all right it's <laughs> like when when you are in my country we, are, we it's basically summer Right. What's the what's the lowest you got? Man, the maybe, lowest. Maybe 23, 22. 20, That's the lowest 20, you oh, get for now. Yes. Unless you go to the mountainous areas, you can get maybe, maybe. 16. 
Oh, maybe yeah. 16. You okay, that's, yeah, that's that's, that's basically like a good day in July here. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, so it's like okay. when you interact with these guys who are already here and they tell you, man, the temperature is minus 20. And you're like, I can't believe it. Yeah, okay. Minus 20. But it's it's it sounds surprising. Yeah. But you still can't bring yourself to actually imagine the cold yeah okay. until you are here yes that's true that's very so very that true. is that was uh, another motivation nice. for me to come yeah at the airport the immigration service there was this lady at the airport in moscow when immediately i landed and went in there she asked me okay what are you here for i said study it's like why do you choose russia okay like, <laughs> because of the winter and she said it's too cold here I'm like, yes exactly <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's good <laughs> nice yeah, so she, she was laughing she just laughed her head off and just stopped my document and carried it to me to leave nice. <laughs> it was so easy but it was funny to her that somebody would really want to come to Russia because cold. of the cold. Yeah. <laughs> and I keep telling them, um, I told somebody once that one reason why I came to Russia is because of the cold. The person said, you are a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm not kidding you. All my life is just summer, 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 summer. So summer is boring to me. People are looking up to summer all the time and yeah. I'm always looking up to winter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but people say, oh, no, maybe something's wrong with you. Like, no, it's not it's true. Maybe something's wrong with me, but I also think something's wrong with you. Maybe you should live sure. in the heat, maybe yeah. 30, 32 degrees your entire life, 28 to 32 degrees all the time, and you would begin to appreciate winter. For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe you're a psycho in some other way. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, uh, uh, yeah, speaking of that, that was, uh, um, well, a couple of months when we had, well, we probably, you, you probably guys remember when like there was a random like snowy day, uh, so at the end of October, yeah. uh, so it was like, yeah, so it was nice, like autumn and everything is going and then snow appears. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So we were having a, well, once again, a global event here and people, it was really surprising how you look out the window and some people are just bathing in snow just because, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, because it's there and it's like someone is filming it. Some people saw it for the first time. People can't, uh, coming from, you know, Malaysia and all those countries, they're like, oh, wow, that's so great. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's cool. Okay. Okay, so you want to experience winter, right? So, well, back back when you're thinking to come um, about coming here, yeah. so you want to experience experience winter, and the first time you do, what is your expectation to reality expectation to reality ratio? Let's say, right? So it's like, what what were your expectations as opposed to what the reality felt like on your skin about that winter? Well, I I got here he got here before winter actually set in, but I came here um, think. I think late July, um, late November. So yeah. I was basically, I just was just dropped into winter. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. for me, my first reaction was like, awesome. Okay, yeah, okay. So yeah. <laughs> you know, like, ah, this is it. Finally, it's here. So I try not to have ex so much expectations before I go into anything. I'm usually the person who's like, okay, let me get in and then see it for myself. Right. So I wasn't thinking so much as to, oh, how is winter going to feel like? I was just dropped into it. So it just happened and I said, Hmm. Wow, this is it, and I love it. So for me, yeah, that's it. I don't know about him. <laughs> right. Well, okay. in my case, um, I remember the very first day I arrived at the airport. It was pretty much in winter because uh, I arrived here on the 31st of November. I think so. November, October. Yeah, November. 
Really? No, it was yes, it was okay. it was November because some few months later it was uh, December. Yes, it was it was in November. So I was at the airport at uh, the airport here. So I waited. There were some people who were supposed to come pick me up, but I arrived midnight after midnight. So yeah. I tried. I wasn't having their phone numbers. In fact, I was having their phone numbers, yeah. but I wasn't having a Russian number to call. Yeah. Okay. And then so I couldn't contact them. Uh, I sent them messages on WhatsApp. Yeah. Because I was having internet then. I sent the messages and uh, they weren't responding. So I, I suspected they were fast asleep. So I just had to call some some of my Ghanaian oh. colleagues here. Came to pick me up. So when they came, they came with a taxi. I was just standing at the entrance. So they came. I saw them and then I just moved out. So I was wearing a very... I, my first jacket, right. so-called winter jackets I came, I, I had, I bought them from my country. Can you imagine that? Yeah. How can you get good winter jackets in uh, basically summer condition? You know, you yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I bought some um, jackets. I still have them though. And so I wore, there were two. I held one in my hand uh-huh. and I wore one. So when they came, they asked me to come. They came and helped me with my, my, my stuffs. So I just stepped outside yeah and i was like wow this is a good feeling okay and they were like what am i doing with the one i'm holding i should put it on and i said no i'm okay yeah so they told me you will see the real winter soon yeah and i i i, I can't remember the temperature then but it was very cold but because i had just stepped out of a warm environment the, yeah. the building in, i didn't feel it so i was there and then uh, i think we stood outside for about uh Five minutes. I told them, man. <laughs> Reality setting. This is yeah, this, exactly. This, this is crazy. I was I was about to ask you like how much <laughs> how much like, time passed. Look, yeah. And then I started. I wore so in actual fact, I wore before we left the airport. Yeah. I was wearing two jackets. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but still, I was feeling the cold because it yeah. was really cold and it was like jumping from somewhere and you know the funny the funny aspect of this is that where we schooled is the hottest part of our country the hottest region the northern part of ghana okay it's very very hot the temperature there is is mad so it's like coming from the hottest part of ghana to the coldest part of yeah it it was it was serious but it was it was it was okay that's okay. okay. It's it, the feeling. You know, in Ghana, we have um, the Hamatan season. Okay. And uh, this period, this period is the Hamatan season. I think it starts from... Depending on where in the country you well, are. Well, but the northern part of the country, yes, basically, this period, we are in the Hamatan season in my country. And it's cold. Also cold, but of right. course, not as cold as... Yeah, for sure. Time. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's very cold, especially in the evenings. During that time, you f- you feel the skin getting dried, like it's dry cold. Okay. You know, that part is close to the desert, the Sahara Desert, so carries some cold winds and it's normally dusty. So during that time, you feel your skin drying up. So when okay. I came here for the first time and I stepped out of that room, that was the feeling I had. Like I felt my skin drying up and it was like, I was like, okay, well, this is familiar. It's, it's familiar. <laughs> it's, it's just like Hamatan. Okay. So I just brushed it off. Even though they were trying to get me to wear my jacket, the second jacket. Yeah. I just tried, but in, I, we didn't even move. 
They had right. not. They had not even finished asking me to wear my jacket when all of a sudden I I was like, man, I, okay. I really need that second jacket. Yeah. So I had to put it on. And but uh, all in all, it's it's been a nice feeling so far. Okay. So yes. Uh huh. So your <laughs> first impressions were kind of yeah. So that's basically it. like the excitement of it overpowered the uh, the freezing cold yeah, that you got. Course, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not uh, even. I think. Well, here we are. Well, in central Russia, right? And uh, at from I believe that in some of the uh, like eastern parts, northeast, uh, it's already like what, like thirty-seven or like was some uh, uh, in some places it's already like fifty or something. That's something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, well, I personally like I grew up. Well, uh, I was not born here. Uh, I was born like three hundred and fifty kilometers from here to the north. Uh, so you're the uh, the city is called. I don't know if you uh, have. You, I, I don't know if you've uh, looked at well the Sverdlovsk uh, region uh, map and the cities, but it's like yeah. So it's far up north, and sometimes well we would get yeah forty degrees uh, minus forty degrees, and uh, yeah people were just carrying their car batteries to their homes so that they would start in the morning, right? <laughs> <It's> like, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's serious. <laughs> yeah, and that's not. Uh, and I don't even know what's uh, well better or worse, right? Right? So having to start your car in the morning with your battery getting freezing yeah. cold or installing your battery in the morning when you're in that freezing that's, cold. Yeah, okay. So but you see, it's really funny how even much more, I would say it's much more interesting because once I experienced, um, I think, minus 35 yeah. here and then temperature dropped to minus 15, it felt like summer again to me. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's minus 15, only minus 15 yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, felt like, I felt like I could just walk bare-chested on the street. Oh, like yeah. Minus 15 sure. after experiencing minus 35. Yeah. You know? Yes, yes. And sometimes I chat with my friend, and he's in Austria now, and uh, he complains, it's, oh, minus 10, it's so cold. And he was complaining a lot of times, minus five, minus 10, and he's complaining so much. So one day I just took a screenshot of the temperature here on my phone. I think it was minus 32 and I just sent it to him. And then since then he has shut up, he stopped complaining. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah, so once again, perspective. Yeah, yeah, exactly. that's, yeah that's all, all about that. Uh, and um, so yeah, speaking about mi minus 35 to minus 15, have you been walking around the city uh, a lot in, the, in that time while you were here? Yes. In yeah. winter. Yeah. So have you seen, uh, there is one guy uh, in our city who walks like basically barefoot and bare chested the all year round. And uh, well, yeah, it, well, he passed away a couple of months ago, but people called him like the Russian Tarzan or something. Right. Wow. So yeah, yeah. So you, you haven't seen him? No. no. Oh, seen right, him. right, right. Okay. So yeah, but yeah, that, that's a pity. But still, so if you if you had, that would be a real, a real nice I experience. I actually saw um, a video of one woman I think oh. I think she lives in Moscow. Just some few days ago, either yesterday or the day before yesterday. Okay. And I think uh, she she also she wore just normal summer clothing in the winter, and like people were feeling it for her. Yeah. But uh, uh, in the report, in the in the video, they they they, they associated her condition. It, it was actually a medical condition, which they said is not so very common. It happens to one in. It has it's, it happens in one in a million. Right, so that was her condition. Okay, and she was basically walking, and it was it was even surprising to Russians. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's abnormal to yeah. walk virtually naked in winter. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's something you cannot. Yeah, yeah. And we have like, well, a lot of people are well different here. Um, you, I'm sure you've noticed that. Yeah, some people even when when it's minus ten, minus fifteen, uh, some people are well, maybe not minus ten, minus fifteen, but still, uh, some people are walking like really yeah. like you know tight in their winter yeah, clothing. Yeah. But some people they're like yeah, all wide open, you yeah. know, really comfortable. Yeah, there is one guy. Uh, well, I know who when I well I have two two pants on right now right so it's like yeah i have my underpants and uh but there's this guy who's like i he tells me like i cannot imagine how you wear two uh two pair of pants right so in this clothing i will only wear them when it's minus 30 right because yeah it's it's hot for him yeah so yeah yeah Yeah. are are, are you wearing right underpants right now i I started wearing uh, two underpants that was yesterday Yesterday, yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wearing two underpants. Two underpants. <laughs> I, I used not to wear underpants, but everyone was scared for me, so yeah. I just went and bought one. Right. So when it's minus, when it's minus ten, I usually don't. But if it's minus be, uh, below minus ten, I yeah. wear. But you know the interesting thing is, you see, okay, maybe you don't see it so clearly, but <laughs> okay. in Ghana, most people hardly have hairy arms, so you can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't, and it's something rare. In Ghana, to see somebody with hairy arms. Oh, so in in Ghana, for instance, I have hair on my arms, but not they're very small. Yeah. But since I got here, the hair started growing so much on my arms. So I just look wet. I'm like turning into a monkey or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's one of the interesting things I've noticed uh, since I got here. My I had my hair growing a yeah. lot more on my arms and my legs unusually in Ghana usually it doesn't happen that way yeah my my system is adjusting and the way I I tend to like their code I don't understand how okay (laughs) why I like their code so much I I don't know and before I came to Russia to experience my first winter actually my first winter um, was in Russia last year everyone even my friends from Europe everyone says oh you're just saying this because you've not experienced winter before but once you do you are not gonna like winter i'm like no i think i would like it and i have proven myself and i've proven myself right and everyone else wrong that maybe i like winter and right it's a question i have to ask now i don't i don't know why maybe i should sequence my dna and figure Actually, that winter, out winter is a nice feeling <laughs> I, right it brings some very nice it's really interesting for me yeah yeah so you just like the sensation of it uh on your yeah, on your skin or on the face uh yeah you on know, the face normally, yeah, right. usually normally when you are walking outside you are all covered up sure sure that's, sure that's that's sensation on your face. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, I don't the, know. The air but, is much cleaner. Yesterday, I regretted for staying outside for so long. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I really regretted because uh, yesterday was the first time I went for snowboarding with a couple of friends. Ooh, of mine, okay. And nice. We stayed outside for very long. At a point, it felt like my fingers were cut. Were I needed to chop my fingers off because I was feeling the pain so deep inside my heart because <laughs> I just didn't know. My okay. friends, I don't know. I don't know whether they felt what I was feeling, but they were they looked so calm and they were like, "Man, stop exaggerating." I said, "Look, my, if you really are in my shoes, you you would understand yeah. what I'm talking about for sure." And uh, but if you should ask me, would I go snowboarding again? I would say yes. I'll yeah, go. okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, I should, yeah. If the opportunity, if I should, the opportunities should present itself tomorrow, I would go yeah. for snowboarding. Nice, that's but, cool. That's yeah. It's really cool. In the in the in the in the heat of it, when you are feeling the pain at your fingertips, and you are like, 
man, why did I make this bad decision? <laughs> but after that, yeah, you, I, you want to. <laughs> I, I, like, I like how you're covering all that up with a bad decision. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly the word you're thinking yeah. about in that yeah, moment, right? That's <laughs> what I, mean. I was like, man, you guys led me into taking a very bad decision. <laughs> so we took some pictures. Then uh, one of my friends asked me, so man, if you are posting these pictures, how do you express your feeling so that we'll know that man it is not all joy yeah <laughs> there was some pain yeah you felt. Okay. i was like don't worry after that by the time i post these pictures my fingers the pain would all be gone and i'll yeah. forget of it and that's that's just it people see the pictures and say man guy you are enjoying <laughs> like, in my head I'm, I'm like you don't know the pain i went through <laughs> just to take these pictures yeah, yeah, yeah you don't know how much this picture cost me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. okay got it yeah look yeah, it's, so it's nice so uh anyway it seems it seems like yes uh the guys are telling me that our like our time is almost up here so i would uh i would like want to spend a couple of minutes just talking about well the concept of what we're doing here right so just because well this is a pilot of our basically uh like regular podcast in the future and uh well today we kind of talked about temperature a lot right so about <laughs> climate right but it's yeah. m much more than that right so the i wouldn't say like i wouldn't say differences i wouldn't say the different perspectives on how we see the world are like much uh, much more vast than only temperature differences, right? So yeah, and that's exactly, uh, well, just so that we're on the same page here, right? So we're here to exactly bring us more, uh, bring our perspectives like more together maybe, or just share that so that people like around us know, uh, people from uh, your country can know more about Russia and you, well, your experience speci right, uh, exactly. specifically, right? So people exactly. from our country can learn more about Ghana too. Exactly. Like, yeah, and maybe, uh, who knows, maybe we'll get some of them to Ghana to just see the world like uh, with some with some other eyes, right? Exactly. Uh, so yeah, and basically like the idea is to just, yeah, three dudes talking about their, their, uh, their uh, understanding of their cultures and that's yeah and that's and that's awesome right so like, yeah, yeah so yeah. how are you uh how are you guys feeling about that perspective like of being here like discussing all of that are you excited for it are you what's the word you would uh choose well i like to talk a lot about yeah, things, okay. things that um really interest me we're giving it a funny twist even even though if they're very very serious things so people can relate yeah uh, yes I like comedy, so sometimes I, I try to make serious things very fun so people would not be put off by it. Yeah. So three dudes talking about perspectives. Yes, of course, it's not always milk and honey, but sometimes there are really bitter lessons about certain things. So yes. we'll try to make them all fun, which is interesting to me. Yeah, sure. So yeah, so yeah, fun, useful. All right. So Ernest, what's the third word you would you would uh, you would add here? Fun, useful, and educative. Ed okay. Educative, so yeah. You know. Okay, educative. All right. So, nice. And, uh, it's it's good to have some of these discussions to dispel some notions. Yes. Because, uh, as I said earlier, people tend to have some notions, some perceptions. Okay. About other places they've never been on, they've ne they've never been to. They base these perceptions and notions just on things they see on social media and in the, in the kind of world we live in today. So many things are over exaggerated on social media. People, if I'm supposed to post something on social media. I just zoom into what I think will make my followers happy. Yeah. Okay. So even if it is the facts will make them sad, but the lies will make them happy, I'm putting the lies. Right. Just to get people to follow me. And so it's important we have some of these dis discussions to shine light on so many issues 
of interest that uh, people might be ignorant of or people might not be aware of and uh, of course it brings people of different races together because that's the most important thing nice so yeah so guys you heard it first let's wrap this up so this was our pilot episode of from uh, Ghana with love and yeah so you heard it uh, three dudes basically talking about useful fun and education uh, educative stuff uh, bringing perspectives together bringing cultures together so that uh, everyone can learn from each other and not take things uh, for granted only in their own uh, personal space so yeah tell your friends tell everybody we're on every once in a while we don't know when (laughs) 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 so yeah uh, thank you guys for listening and uh, yeah we'll see you in our regular episodes thank you very much thank you guys for uh, being here as well and thank you to us thank you for having us (laughs) yeah great